Good morning, everyone. This is Minister Macmillan. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's give the Lord some praise this morning, everyone. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Father, we give you all praise and honor and glory today, Almighty God. Father, thank you, Lord, for waking us this morning in our right minds and right spirits. Thank you, Father. Lord, we ask you today, go before us, Lord, in this word, and help us to understand this word, Father. We ask, Almighty God, that you place in our spirits the understanding of your word, and to be a beacon of light to others with this word, Lord. Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Okay, yet, yesterday we left off at John 22, chapter 12, verse 22. So we're going to pick up today at John 12 and 23. Okay? Verse 12, uh, sorry, <laughs> chapter 12, verse 23, okay? All right, let's get started. But Jesus answered them, saying, The hour has come. Hmm. Okay, let's just get these out so we can make sure we see what we see here. Okay. Alrighty. Now we're ready. But Jesus answered them, saying, The hour has come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Most assuredly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone, but... If it dies, it produces much grain. He who loves his life will lose it, and he who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. If anyone serves me, let him follow me, and where I am, there my servant will be also. If anyone services me, him my father will honor. Now my soul is troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. But for this purpose I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven saying, I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. Therefore the people who stood by and heard it said that it had thundered. And others said, An angel spoke to him. And Jesus answered and said, This voice did not come because of me, but for your sake. Now is the judgment of this world. Now the ruler of this world will be cast out. And I, if I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. 
Notice he says, this voice did not come because of me, but for your sake, for man's sake. Because he's saying, now is the judgment of this world. The world is being judged. And now the ruler of this world will be cast out. Well, who's the ruler of this world? Mm, your adversary. Right? And I, if I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. Because he is, what? Salvation. Right? This he said, signifying by what death he would die. The people answered him, We have heard from the law that the Christ remains forever. And how can you say the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is the Son of Man? Then Jesus said to them, A little while longer the light is with you. Walk while you have the light, lest darkness overtake you. He who walks in darkness does not know where he is going. While you have the light, believe in the light, that you may become sons of light. These things Jesus spoke and departed and was hidden from them. But although he had done so many signs before them, They did not believe in him. The word of Ish, the word of Isaiah, the prophet, might be fulfilled, which he spoke. Lord, who has believed our report, and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Therefore. They could not believe because Isaiah said again, He has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts, lest they should see with their eyes and understand with their hearts, lest they should turn so that I should heal them. These things Isaiah said when he saw his glory and spoke of him. Nevertheless, even among the rulers, many believe in him. But because of the Pharisees, they did not confess him, lest they should be put out of the synagogue. For they loved the praise of men more than the praise of God. And even to this day, we have this situation going on. People know when something is not right. But rather than take a stand and be right, they will go along with something to save face, to keep their position, to stay hidden, or just not to ruffle the waves and cause any problems for themselves. See? But you can't do that. You have to take a stand. You have to come to the point where you take a stand. Remember the Lord said, you, can't, you cannot be lukewarm. You have to be, you have to be 
yay or nay. You have to take a stand or not take a stand. But Jesus answered, um, all right, uh, 41. These things Isaiah said when he, when he saw his glory and spoke of him. 42. Nevertheless, even among the rulers, many believed in him. But because of the Pharisees, they did not confess him, lest they should be put out of the synagogue. For they loved the praise of men more than the praises of God. 44. Then Jesus cried out and said, He who believes in me, believes not in me, but in him who sent me. And he who sees me sees him who sent me. I have come as a light into the world that whoever believes in me should not abide in darkness. And if anyone hears my words and does not believe, I do not judge him, for I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. He who rejects me and does not receive my words has that which judges him the word that I have spoken will judge him in the last day. Okay? Let's read that again. He who rejects me and does not receive my words has that has that which judges him. The word that I have spoken will judge him in the last days. So Jesus is telling you, I'm not going to judge you because I came to save you. But my word is going to judge you. <laughs> For I, you see, everything has life. Even the words that the Lord speaks has life. It speaks the truth over you. And it will judge you accordingly to that truth. <laughs> and I know that he commanded, his commandment is everlasting life. Therefore, whatever I speak, just as the Father has told me, so I speak. Now, before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come, that he should depart from the world to his father, having, in, having loved his own who were in the world. He loved them to the end. And supper being ended, the devil, having already put it into the heart of Judas, I caught Simeon's son to betray him. So Jesus, knowing that the father had given all things into his hands, and that he had come from God and was going to God, rose from supper and laid aside his garments, took a towel and girded himself. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel with which he was girded. Then he came to Simon. Simon Peter. And Peter said to him, Lord, are you washing my feet? And Jesus answered and said to him, 
What I am doing, you do not understand now, but you will know after this. Peter said to him, You shall never wash my feet. And Jesus answered him, If I do not wash your if I do not wash you, you have no part with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. And Jesus said to him, He who is bathed needs only to wash his feet, but to completely clean. Okay? <laughs> Let's read that again. So Jesus said to him, He who is bathed needs only to wash his feet but is completely clean, and you are clean, but not all of you. Mm. For he knew who would betray him. Therefore, he said, you are not all clean. So when he had washed his feet, taken his garment, and sat down again, he said to them, do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you say, well, for so I am. And <clears throat> so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. Most assuredly, I say to you, a servant is no greater than his master, nor is he who is sent greater than he who sent him. If you know these things, happy are you if you do them. I do not sleep, I do not speak concerning all of you. I know whom I have chosen, but that the scripture may be fulfilled. He who eats bread with me has lifted up his heels against me. Now I tell you before it comes that when it does come to pass, you may believe that I am he. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who receives whomever I send receives me, and he who receives me receives him who sent me. When Jesus had said these things, he was troubled in spirit and testified and said, Most assuredly, I say to you, one of you will betray me. Then the disciples looked at one another, perplexed about whom he spoke. Now there was learning on Jesus. Now there was leaning on Jesus' bosom, one of his disciples whom Jesus loved. Simon Peter, therefore, motioned to him to ask who it, who it was of whom he spoke. Then, leaning back on Jesus' breast, he said to him, Lord, who is it? And Jesus answered, It is he to whom I shall give a piece of bread when I have dipped it. And having dipped the bread, he gave it to Judas Icot, the son of Simon. Now after that piece of bread, Satan entered him, and then 
Jesus said to him, what you do, do quickly. But no one of the no one at the table knew for what reason he said this to him. For some thought, because Judas had the money box, that Jesus had said to him, Buy those things we need for the feast, or that he should give something to the poor. Having received the piece of bread, he then went out immediately, and it was night. So when he had gone out, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man is glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and glorify him immediately. Little children, I shall be with you a little while longer, and you will seek me. And as I said to the Israelites, where I am going, you cannot come. So now I say to you, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, where are you going? And Jesus answered him, Where I am going, you cannot follow me now, but you shall follow me afterwards. Peter said to him, Lord, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for your sake. And Jesus answered him, Will you lay down your life for my sake? Most assuredly, I say to you, the rooster shall not crow till you have denied me three times. All right, we are now moving into uh, chapter 14. This is here. Okay. All right, uh, chapter 14. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And where I go, you know and the way you know. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going, and how can we know the way? And Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you have known me, you would have known my father also. 
And from now on, you know him and have seen him. Now, I'm going to say this again. I said this early on. Okay. Um, as we read early on, the, the Jesus said he proceeded from his father. And I mentioned, I always saw... Uh, God as an energy force or cell energy force where you know how energy splits itself. Think of when um, when a cell uh, splits in two. It literally one cell takes from the other cell. Well that's kind of how I see the situation with Christ Jesus and our Father. He was um, sent to us. He was taken from the Father and sent to us. Uh, injected into a woman, of course, to be born here on earth. And walked among us. Okay. And he is literally telling you that there is no way you can get to his father unless you go through him first. Remember, he came from his father. So he is the go-between, between us and his father. He is the curtain that was ripped, ripped when he died on the cross, okay? That curtain was the boundary between man and God. Well, he's the boundary, Okay, and the word that he speaks is a living word. And so, as he said early on, you know, the word will be there to judge you at the end. The word that he has spoken, because his word is truth. And his word is not just from him. His word comes straight from the Father. Okay. He says, I'm going to prepare a place for you, okay? And you will know the way. Of course, you will know the way. You're, you're, you become one with him and, and the Father. Then you will know the way, okay? You will not know the way if you're not one with the Father and the Son, okay? All right, um, let's move on to 8. 14.8. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and it is sufficient for us. And Jesus said to him, Have I been with you so long, and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does the works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me 
the works that I do, he will do also. You see, I just said this. Okay? He and the Father are one. He, the Father sent him to this world to, to be born, to walk among us, to teach us, to show us, to leave his word for our guidance, okay? Now he says here, believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the sake of the word works themselves. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, will do also. He will do also. So those of his people, those who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, those who believe in, in God and his son, okay, He's saying the works that I do, he will do also. So what Jesus does, you will do also. This is why I said recently, this is how you know God's people. They do the work of the Lord. Heal the sick. Raise the dead. Okay? All right, let's move on. And greater works than these he will do because I go to my Father. So you can't do any of this stuff without being entwined in the Father and the Son. All works comes through the... All works comes from the Father through the Son to you. And whatsoever you ask in my name that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abode with you forever. You see? And who is that helper? The Holy Spirit. Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it is because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. <clears throat> I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you a little while longer, and the world will see me no more. But you will see me because I live. You will live also. Okay? So the world can't see him, but you can. Because why? If you believe, you dwell within Christ Jesus, who dwells within the Father. Okay? At that day, you will know that I am I am in my Father, and you in me. See? And I in you. 
He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my father. And I will love him and manifest myself to him. Okay? And this is true. And how do I know it's true? Because it's happened to me. Okay? He will manifest himself to you. All right. Let's move on. Judas, not Icot, said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? And Jesus said, and Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my father will love him. And we will come to him and make our home with him. He who does not love me does not keep my word, and the word which you hear is not mine but the fathers who sent me. These things I have spoken to you while being present with you. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You have heard me say to you, I am going away and coming back to you. If you love me, you would rejoice because I said, I am going to the Father, for my Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it comes, that when it does come to pass, you may believe. I will no longer talk much with you, for the ruler of this world is coming, and he has nothing in me but that the world may know that I love the Father. And as the Father gave me commandment, so I do arise. Let us go from here. Now notice he says, he will not touch talk much longer, right? Um, for the rule of this world is coming. Why? Because... Icot was coming with the, with the gang of the Pharisees and Sadducees to take him in hand. And we know that this is orchestrated by the adversary. And so this is what he meant by the ruler of this world is coming. Because when you see things of destruction, things of mayhem, confusion, uh, things out of alignment, Things are going awry. They're not going accordingly as they should. That's letting you know right then and there that the adversary has come into your midst 
and is causing a stirring in whatever it is you're doing. And this is the time when you drop down and call out to the Lord and pray. Pray earnestly for help and pray for the things that you need. And then you will receive from the Lord. Okay? All right, just to give you a little heads up on that. All right, so this is what's happening here. Uh, things are getting ready to turn. Chapter 15. I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the words which I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you lease Neither can you unless you abide in me. So you have to abide in the Lord in order to continue to work in his confines. Meaning you have to stay in his word. You have to continue to carry out his word, to believe and to function in that word. I am the vine and you are the branches. He who abides in me and and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as branch and is withered, and they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire. And it shall be done for you. You all, you hear that, right? People are crying out to the Lord and wondering why he's not hearing. Let's read this again so you get an understanding why you're not hearing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burned. If you abide in me and my word, and my words abide in you, meaning if you're utilizing the Lord's word on a daily basis in your life, you're living it, you're walking it, okay? You will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By this, my father is glorified. That you bear much fruit. You see? You're, you're bearing fruit to the Lord because through the way you are, your actions, your belief, the way you walk in his word, you bring others to him. They see how you are. And they themselves pattern themselves behind you because they're like, I want that. If he or she can have that, I want that too. Let me see what they're doing that I can do and receive the same. 
So you will be my disciples. As the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abided in his love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may remain in you, and that you and that your joy may be fruitful. You see? Out of joy comes abundance. All right? And I might say also, I might add to that, not only abundance, but health. This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this. Then lay then to lay down one's life for his friends. You are my friends. If you do whatever I command you, no longer do I call you servants. For a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends for all things that I heard from my father. I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain, that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. These things I command you, that you love one another. If the word hates you, if the world hates you, you know that it hates me before it hated you. Amen. Amen. We know this. If you were of the world, the world would love its own. Yet because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will keep yours also. But all these things they do, they will do to you for my name's sake, because they do not know him who sent me. 22. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would have no sin. But now they have no excuse for their sin. He who hates me hates my father also. If I had not done among them the works which no one else did, they would have no sin. But now they have seen and also hated both me and my father. But this happened that the word might be fulfilled, which is written 
in their law, in their law, they hated me without a cause. But when the helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me. Now let's read that again so you really get the understanding of this. He, but when the helper comes, the helper is the Holy Spirit, whom I shall send to you from the Father, from the Father, okay? The Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me. And you also will bear witness because you have been with me from the beginning. And some of you are probably scratching your head. What? Let's read this again. But when the helper comes, the Holy Spirit, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, from the Father, the Spirit of truth, who proceeds from the Father. Okay, now the Lord is sending another spirit from himself. Just like he sent Jesus, he's sending another one. He will testify of me. He will testify of Jesus. And you also will bear witness because you have been with me from the beginning. You have been with him from the beginning. <clears throat> These things I have spoken to you that you should not be made to stumble. They who put you out of the synagogues. Yes, the time is coming that whoever kills you will think that he offers God's services. And these things they will do to you because they have not known the Father nor me. They are, they are worldly. They work in the world. They claim they're religious. They claim they're priests ministers, uh, pastors, rabbis, whatever. But they are workers of the world, okay? So this is why they'll do these things. But these things I have told you that when the time comes, you may remember that I told you of them. And these things I did not say to you at the beginning, because I was with you. But now I go away to him who sent me. And now of you ask me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. 
But if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. So who is going to convict you of these things? Righteousness, judgment, and sin. The Holy Spirit, the true word. <laughs> and where does he come from? God. Okay. Of sin, because they do not believe in me. Of righteousness, because I go to my father and you see me no more. Of judgment, because the ruler of this world is judged. Okay? I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you in all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but will tell you things to come. He will glorify me for he will take for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you all things that the father has all things that the father has are mine Therefore, I say that he will take a he will take of mine and declare it to you. A little while and you will not see me, and again a little while and you will see me, because I go to the Father. Then some of your disciples said among themselves, What is this? that he says to us a little while and you will not see me and again a little while and you will see me and because I go to the father they said therefore what is this that he says a little while we do not know what he is saying now Jesus knew that they desired to ask him and he said to them are you inquiring among yourselves about what I said a little while? And you will, you will not see me, and again a little while, and you will see me? Most assuredly, I say to you that you will weep and lament, but the world will rejoice, and you will be sorrowful, but your sorrow will be turned into joy. A woman when she is in labor, has sorrow because her hour has come. But as soon as she has given birth to the child, she no longer remembers the anguish for joy that a human being has been born into the world. Therefore, you now have sorrow, but I will see you again, and your heart will rejoice, and your joy no one will take from you. <clears throat> And in that day, you will ask, you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly, 
I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. Now let's read this again, okay? Because I want people to understand this. I want you to really get a good understanding of this. He's saying, Until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. These things I have spoken to you in fugitive language, but the time is come. The time is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figurative language, but I will tell you plainly about the Father. In that day, you will ask in my name, and I do not say to you that I shall pray the Father for you. For the Father himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I came forth from God. I came forth from the Father and have come into the world again. I leave the world and go to the Father. His disciples said to him, See now, you are speaking plainly and using no figurative of speech. Now we are sure that you know all things and have no need that anyone should question you. But this we believe that you came forth from God. And Jesus answered them, Do you now believe? Indeed, the hour is coming. Yes, has, come, has now come that you will be scattered each to his own and will leave me alone. And yet I am alone because the father. All right, let's go back. Indeed, the hour is coming. Yes, has now come that you will be scattered each to his own and will leave me alone. And yet I am not alone. Because the Father is with me. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace in the world. You will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. All right, we're going to stop here today. I really, really hope that you all have heard this and have got this into your knowers, into your hearts, that you understand it and that you use this, use this in your daily lives. He is our Father, and He has sent His Son to save this world. Let us glorify him. Let's be about our Father's work. Let's check in with him throughout the day to make sure that what we are doing is right. Let's give him the praise and glory that he duly deserves.
And let's not be afraid to come to the altar to put in our request of whatever we need in this life. For he is the maker. He is the creator. He is the author. He is the almighty. He is the beginning and he is the end. Let's remember that, everyone. Okay? Father, we thank you, almighty God, for this word today. And we ask, Lord, that this word be edifying and be like nutritious food for our bodies, Lord. We ask, almighty God, that this stays in our hearts, minds, and spirits. And we ask, Lord, that you continue to implant in us those things which we need to keep us and to remind us that you are the great I am. You are the author of all life. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you and we praise you for this word and for your love, for your grace, and for your mercy. Thank you, Lord. This we pray in Jesus' name. Yeshua Mashiach. Amen. Amen. All right, everyone. This is Minister McMillan. Those of you who would like to reach out to me, uh, you can hook me up at anchor.right slash uh, no, FM right slash Linda dash McMillian nine. Or you can hook me up at McMillian 75 gmail dot com. Or you can hook me up at Facebook. Just look up Linda McMillan and you will find every one of the podcasts that uh, we've done so far. Um those of you who want to sponsor us or donate, there are two buttons at the bottom of this page. Uh, feel free to punch on whichever one you're interested in. We appreciate donations. And we appreciate those of you who call in that have something to say or have something you want to add. Okay, so thank you everyone for participating. Thank you to those who are listening in, that's tuning in regularly. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. You have a blessed evening and good night, everyone.